Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. So it, it makes sense that I, I, I totally hear what you're saying. Uh, to me, it makes absolute sense because it says uh, you can still hear me all right. Is that true? Okay. Um, there's a lot going on, and uh, and you're not totally settled in what's going on in your life, right? It's just like where where are you at with work? Are you coming and going? Are you actually did it solidify the offer from New York or not yet? Um. So um, it's an interesting uh, story, uh, and maybe. Uh, pertinent. Um, in that in so that we, case, I think it would be great if I can I invite you to start tapping because yep. we always discover something. Um, so I uh, in my we we're negotiating the offer letter, getting towards the end, and he he was being a little he he had been you know a little inconsistent. Um, uh, honestly, over the course of the uh, time, time, you know, and and so I put in the uh, package that um, if he basically if he did anything to undermine undermine my ability to be the COO, he owed me a year anyway. So mm. effectively, not because I wanted the money as much as I wanted him to have something that he reminded him that he couldn't go back on what he committed to me. Okay. Yeah, of course. And uh, the next leadership team call we got on, he um, effectively started um, uh, attacking me on the call um, mm. in front of, you know, my what would have been my new peers. So, you know, obviously I didn't take well to that. Um, I, you know, one of the comments he made is, um, and again, this is on an open call, um, well, the, the quality of the information you gave me is not suitable for a, for a board level presentation, like he's instructing a kid. Um, and I said, well, Alberto, excuse me for interrupting, but having been on board, um, on multiple different boards, um, I'm well aware of that. You may be missing the fact that you didn't tell me what, what I was giving to you was for the board. I thought it was between you and I. Um, you know, and I, I'm sure I got heated and, uh, you know, and then, um, you know, the call, you know, I tried to calm myself down and then we had another call after where I said, listen, I don't, fucking care who you think you are you don't get to treat me like a peon um you know and then tried to unwind it a little bit but at the end of the day um i think it was all a setup that he didn't want to move forward um 
So I'm still going to consult for him, uh, but we're not going to go forward with a job offer. Uh, um, you know, I'm not proud of how I handled myself, but at the same time, you know, I did stand up for myself, so I guess that's good. Um, you know, um, uh, so uh, bottom line is it didn't work out. Okay. And how do you feel about it? Is it is it really like a total bummer or is it – I, I know that there were certain things that were not going to work for you. Yeah, I, um, what Je- I mean, what – you know, Jennifer's a little bit of my conscience on this stuff, and she said, thank God you found out now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, uh, but I think it creates, I mean, I'm even you can hear it probably in my voice, it creates a level of anxiety in me because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have another, you know, immediate opportunity pr- presenting itself right now. Okay, okay. Um... So, so one of the things that that I noticed is that my first impression is that it was not the right the right thing for you, and you probably know it, and and you I think I feel like you've known it for a while, and in a way you were you kind of you almost like you put the stick on the wheel. Yeah, I talk myself into a lot, um, and I know I know that. And and it's also, but you did it for a very important reason. I don't think that it was the right, the right, uh, you know, situation for you. There was a lot that was not going to work. It didn't seem to me that it was really what you wanted. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Now, with that said, it's true that it's the these actually from what what it represents is. A, a bit of a lack of clarity when it comes to, you know what, this is a yes for me, this is a no for me, and I'm going to stand for what is the best for me, and I'm knowing that I'm going to create and I'm going to invite what will work for me. So instead of being clear and honest and direct, this kind of situation happens, so you don't have an option. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that you tend to do the, this kind of behavior in in different arenas. Partly because of the way that you were raised and trained, right? That it was not, you know, your your needs, your voice was not, you know, was not heard. So you figured out how to navigate, but you're not doing it from a conscious place so you can choose. Now I feel like it's time to actually just start owning your voice and and address what is keeping you from from being clear, getting clear. And doing what what works for you. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't. Uh, I don't know that I know how to do that. Right, and it's and it's been you know it's been a journey. It's like there's there's always the, the concern that somebody's gonna get um, is gonna get upset or they're gonna or or is a lack of clarity on yourself. But there is it's almost like. Somehow you have lost your compass. I agree. Right? Now, you know where certain things are a yes, but when there are a no, you try to com- like almost like convince yourself at times. Or run away. 
Right, right. That is true. Yeah. And these leaves, but the thing is that it leaves you. See, the the situation. My sense is that it leaves you with a with a sense of um, there is a slight sense of failure because it's always, especially given who you are, you know, as a charismatic leader on your profile. We can talk a little bit more about that, and which I think would be very. Um, my, my plan was different, but I'm always here to support you and where you are, which is the most important thing. It's not my agenda, but what you know, we can discuss what would be the best thing to do today. But what I sense is that it's almost like, we, you know, it would have been great for you to get offered the job and you to say, you know what, thank you so much, but this is really not right for me. Instead of creating something where it's not an option. Right? Yeah. So, because it leaves, my sense is that it leaves you with a, it's it's kind of like a bitter taste in your mouth in a way. Even though you know you're right, there's nothing. There's no, it's not a question of that. But what is it that? How? how I, I, my my personal opinion is it's um, I got rejected again. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Now, do you see what you did that got you there? Uh, I think I sabotaged it. Right. Yeah. Instead of just saying like this, this isn't going to work out. Um, you know, I'm comfortable. You know, continuing to try to consult with you. Um, I think I, I I think it was easier for me to just make it not work. And when I reflected on it in a weird way, I did the same thing in National Grid. Mm-hmm. Instead of walking away on my own terms, I um, you know I was destructive. Yeah. Um, but, and I just don't get, I don't, and I, I know like in the moment I had zero awareness of it. Um, but I have zero awareness of what led, led to it. I mean, I can look back on it and see pieces of it, but I don't get where it comes from. Like, I don't get what drives the behavior. Okay, so that would be very important to look at what is it, what is happening, so these, when did this took, take, uh, take place? This was somewhat recent, right? Was yeah, two, weeks, two, three weeks ago. Oh, okay, that's interesting because you didn't mention that last day. Well, there were other things that were more important, I guess. Um, so as you, like, was it that, how did you head to the meeting? Were you just totally open in that space or... Was there something that was like making? Yeah, I was things? going away. I was going away on vacation to Turks and Caicos for my birthday. Uh huh. So excited. I was happy. I, you know, um, and I was, you know, a bit blindsided, you know, by his approach, and it was a hair trigger. I mean, hair trigger. Yeah. So let's let's consider for a moment this hair trigger, right? So. What what is it exactly that he did or say that really 
now looking back, that really just put you over the edge. I mean, my, um, I don't know. I, what I would say is, he, you know, he treated me like a child. Um, he didn't, uh, now the fact, the funny part is I acted like a child, um, but. Um, but, that, but that's, that's it. That, that, that is it. That's, that's brilliant. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So just in, in, in just without even thinking, how old do you think he responded to us? Oh, God. Uh, five, six. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. That's it. Okay. So what happened to that five, six-year-old? He felt punished. He felt questioned. He felt like he didn't matter. What was it that that actually ignited that five-year-old to say, well, fuck you, I'm not going to put up with these anymore. I don't know. So, so check in within yourself. Just take a breath for a moment. And if you're not tapping, please start tapping, at least even if it's just one or two points, I don't care. But just please consider, I'm going to send some, some messages to that five, six-year-old. Did you feel that you're not going to be considered or hurt? Yes. Did you feel like who you who you are and what you have to contribute may not be important? Yes. That's it. That's it. So what took place, and you do have the hair triggers at five, six year old was not actually talking to the CEO or whoever this is. Who was he talking to? His mom. Yes, exactly. So I don't think that we need much imagination to just really allow that five, six-year-old. He's not even 10. Remember that he was 10 a couple of years ago, but he wanted to be on top of the mountain and send everybody to fuck off? He's five or six. He already knows it. He's not, it's not okay for him to be treated this way. So, if you just tap, what is what is going on? Tell me what is happening for you. Because so this is this is exactly this is the core of our work together. And I'm so glad that we're recording. Let me make absolutely sure that I heard the recording, but I want to make absolutely sure that it is recording. Because this would be really like extremely important that you listen to these probably like every other day. Because we are going to do something that I want you to repeat. There is a lot. It is being recorded. Perfect. There is a lot that has happened that has actually transitioned you to where you are today. But what is actually being re-triggered is just an, a different aspect, a different part that has not fully been. I want to use the word healed, honestly. That has not been acknowledged, that has not been honored or respected. And this five or six year old feels like he has needs, there's something going on for him, he wants to have a voice, and he's being squashed. Is that the feeling or sensation? Or maybe there's. Um, yeah, I don't think squashed. I just think made irrelevant. It's probably. So made irrelevant is even worse, so he's being ignored. Yep. 
wash, at least there's some negative consequence, but at least it's like, okay, it's being taken into consideration. How does he feel? Can you can you check in? How does this how does it feel for him to be made irrelevant? I mean it hurts. It just um Yeah, 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 yeah. It um I think the part that I probably don't acknowledge enough is it makes me doubt myself. Absolutely. Okay. So it's happening together, right? It makes me doubt myself. Makes me doubt myself. Am I truly important? Am I truly important? Is it is it true that I may not you know that I am irrelevant? Is it true that I am irrelevant? If I was irrelevant and ignored by my mother, I was irrelevant and ignored by my mother. And I had to just go away. And I had to just go away. Why would I be important to anybody else? Why would I be important to anybody else? And I have seen it happen over and over in my life. And I have seen it happen over and over again in my life. With so many people. With so many people. And if I am not doing something that they need. If I'm not doing something that they need. I'm irrelevant. I'm irrelevant. What I care about or what's important to me. What I care about or what's important to me. My needs. My needs. My voice. My voice. Totally irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. And it really hurts. And it really hurts. It makes me doubt myself. Makes me doubt myself. I just question. Um, Yeah, what's happening? It's okay. I I think I... um, I think I make myself irrelevant before anybody else has a chance to. Yes, absolutely. I have found a way to protect myself. Yeah. Because if I if I sabotage myself, I have you know, I give nobody else the right to hurt me. So I hurt myself before anybody else can. And I say things to myself. This is a tough one. I say things to, my, things to myself that are really awful before anybody else can. Isn't that true, Jim? Yeah. It's also why I want to run away. Yes. It's yeah. also my fantasy about you know, just... Key West. Yep. Yeah. But the truth is... Can you say that? The truth is... <coughs> I would always be with myself. I would always be with myself. And this pattern of beating myself up... And this pattern of beating myself up... Being really mean to myself... And really mean to myself. Making myself irrelevant. Making myself irrelevant. So nobody else can do it. So nobody else can do it. 
the way that I have been protecting myself. The way that I've been protecting myself. Take a breath. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to see how much this has been, even if you just, just go in, how much this has been hurting your heart. Like emotionally, how much this has been hurting you. This pattern I, I, of, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's driven everything I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Tell me more. I mean, the marathons and all that stuff was a way to for me to prove I was relevant. Yeah. Um. You know, the drinking is a way to um make myself irrelevant. Um, yeah. You know, the sabotaging, you know, the work and all that. Uh, I think. Your sentence, yeah, the the call just totally dropped. I don't know if it was on your side or mine. I'm sorry, but we're we're all good and we're all we're recorded already already. So you were saying that yeah, that everything so everything has been driven by this pattern. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's like there's ways for you to make yourself irrelevant or to make yourself relevant, but the struggle has always been there. But uh, the interesting thing is how this dynamic has been playing within yourself. Yeah, I, I don't, um, that's the part that's a, a little, a little bit confusing, um, you know, because I have fought, you know, fought to do things to become relevant, but then I do it for external recognition. So it's still, um, and then when I'm pushed, you know, to give a speech and be relevant, you know, as the chief customer officer, I resist. No, I don't, you know, let somebody else do it. So there's clearly a tension or some kind of a anxiety about that dynamic that is maybe a step deeper or something that I don't understand. So, how easy is it for you to get in touch with the emotion? So, what we're dealing with is a pattern that took place, right? So, and this is so interesting because there's so much that it's, it takes, working with you, what I noticed is that you have such a brilliant mind and it's actually a little hard for you to drop into your body. 
Your body has a different pace, a different understanding, but most of the time it's not easy for you to just drop. This has nothing to do with being, you know, exercising or anything like that. Dropping into your body, you know what I'm referring to. Is that, you know? Yeah, just being able to like right in this moment. Let's, let's try this, and this is the part that you tend to, to squirm about. So, if you take a deep breath, close your eyes for a moment. You can stop tapping, tapping if you're tapping, and I want you to just feel your feet on the ground. And if there's any part of you that just wants to run away or is feeling like, okay, there's, it's okay, it's totally okay. Just take a breath and let that part be there. It's all right. Any anxiety that comes up, it's just connect with your feet. Your feet on the ground and your breath. Your ground and breath. Just notice, literally notice how, what's the sensation in your body? Is there any tingling? Is there any any other sensation? Yeah, I, mean, I feel like my nervous system is going to explode out of my chest. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, do you notice anything at all in your in your feet? No. No. And you feel your feet. Yes. Okay. They're fine. They're okay. Are they touching the ground? Mhm. Okay. Anything on your legs? Um, no, they feel normal. Okay. And what has how about your your all your abdomen, belly, solar plexus? Ah, uh, can you hear me? Okay, it's getting really noisy. Um. Uh, my chest is tight. Okay. Were you moving? Is that what happened, Jim? Like excessive? No. no, I'm not moving. Oh, weird. Okay, now I hear you better now. Okay, so you, your abdomen is okay as well? Um, no, it's uh, tense. Okay. And what's going on with your chest? Tight. Tight, okay. Is there... Pain or is it just like like this compression? Is it? Uh, my stomach is pain. Um, my chest is compression. Okay. And if you were to give uh, your stomach uh, an intensity from zero to ten, how intense is this pain? Uh, not that. In the middle. Like a five? Yeah. Okay. How about your chest? Uh, the same. It's just like um, difficult to catch my breath, that kind of stuff. That sounds like but it's okay. So what I what I'm sensing is that is there's a so just try to just try to breathe. Now let's just tap tap through the points. Just tap through the points as you stay connected with your breath and just the sensations in your body. Mm-hmm. So, just sensations in your body, your your chest, and just just breathing as much as you can, and you can just repeat after me. It's really difficult to catch my breath. Really difficult to catch my breath. I feel compression and tightness in my chest. 
feel <clears throat> compression and tightness in my chest. And as much as you can, just stay present with the sensation. Pain in my pain in my belly. Pain in my belly. It's tense. Tense. I feel like my nervous system just is gonna explode. I feel like my nervous system is gonna explode. Breathing, blowing out. Compression in my chest doesn't let me breathe. You there? Yeah, I'm here. You blow out as you breathe? Yeah. How is your chest now? Better. What is the... I want you to really connect as much as you can with that belly and with your chest right here. Which one sounds like the... The chest is, is, yeah, the chest, I guess, interesting, I can't even feel it. Is it just at the center of your chest, or is it overall? Upper. Upper, yes. Like the weight? Yeah. Yeah. So these, like, are you tapping? Yeah. Okay. So this weight on my upper chest doesn't let me breathe. Weight on my upper chest doesn't let me breathe. I'm pressing me down. Pressing me down. Feels like. Does it feel like you're like? You just because it's interesting and just as you, if you were to like, you're tapping with one hand and doing the motion externally with your other hand. Does it feel like somebody's like? Pressure on you? Yeah, somebody's sitting on me. Yeah. Somebody's sitting on me and doesn't let me breathe. Did that? Did anybody ever do that? Your brother, or, or does it feel more a, meta, a metaphor? Okay. And if you were to guess who is this person that is like putting all this pressure and sitting on your chest, like of squashing, it's almost like squashing you. Know, like well, I don't know if squashing, but really compressing and repressing emotions. I think it's me. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't really want to feel my emotions fully. They they scare me. They scare me. The anger I can tolerate. I think the anger is uh, disguised. Yes. But the pain and the hurt underneath, I want nothing to do with. Pain and the hurt underneath, I don't want anything to do with. It's been there and I've been trying to suppress it forever. It's been there and I've been trying to suppress it forever. Good, yeah, wonderful, yeah. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I'm scared of what will happen if I actually feel it. Scared of what will happen if I actually feel it. I may get, I, I have done 
so many things to totally avoid it. Yeah, I live my life to totally avoid it. Yeah. I drink, I exercise. I drink, I exercise, I overwork. Yeah. I go in my head and make all kinds of analysis and stories. I don't want to feel this pain. I don't want to feel this pain. And it's right there. It's right there. Always, always present. Always present. And I'm using so much energy to just suppress it. I'm using so much energy to just suppress it. Hide it. Hide it. Avoid it. Avoid it. I don't want to go anywhere near it. I don't want to go anywhere near it. If I were to feel it. If I were to feel it. That would be the end of me. Would be the end of me. Well, it's the end of all the protections I built up. Yeah. I have no idea who I will be. No idea who I will be. I could just totally fall apart. Totally fall apart. Who I believe I am would be gone. Who I believe I am would be gone. I think, I know I don't know who I am, so that's confusing about that. So, um, Is it true that you have an identity of yourself as a strong, brilliant, capable man? I have a presented identity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that, Jim, is a part of you. You are a strong, capable, brilliant man. You're also this extremely hurtful creature. This little, that is really, it's almost like, I, what, I, what I sense, and I wonder, I wonder if this connects at all, it's like a wounded animal, like a severely wounded animal. I don't know what animal it is. I have a, a hint. Do you, can you see that? Can you sense that? Because there's there's a very, but it's it's wounded. It's really hurting. It's not it's not angry. It's just the the anger is to protect from anybody potentially notice that he's hurt or hurting him more. What kind of creature do you see it is? I feel like it could be like a some sort of the big cat animal or a bear or something of that sort. What do you sense? Can you try to look? It's okay. It's okay. So, step with me for a second. Even though I'm scared shitless of feeling the amount of that pain. Even though I'm scared shitless of feeling the amount of that pain. The truth is, it's always there. The truth is, it's always there. And if I could find a way to heal that wound, find a way to heal that wound. And not feel that pain anymore. Not feel that pain or have that pain drive everything that happens to me. Yes. I could be free. I could be free. I could be a healed and solid human being. If 
but I've been spending so much energy hiding this wound and pain. Just breathe. We're getting a little too close. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I mean, it, it's everything we're saying is right. I just, um, for some reason, there's a lot of walls to get through. Yeah. So what if you wanted to know? So to a certain degree... The, the I, Jennifer thing, Laura, with her ex-husband is me yes. feeling the same thing. It's irrelevant. Of course. Absolutely. Now, Jim, I want you to consider for a second. Can you hear my voice? You can hear me well, right? Yeah. Do you trust me? Yes. Do you trust that I will be here for you? Yes. I will not let you completely fall apart. There's a part of you, and I really want you to hear this, there's a part of you that is completely freaked out that if you were to touch and feel that pain, you will just kind of like disintegrate, that it would be too much, or that you would just dive into this depression and you'll never come out. And I want to talk to that part of you that is so scared. Because, yes, it is absolutely true. There's so many situations and scenarios in your life. Can you still hear me okay? Yep. Okay. There's so many situations like Jennifer and his ex, his work, you know, work situations with your parents, with your brother, with your ex, you know, the father of your, um, sorry, the, the mother of your, of your children. There's so many situations in your life where this irrelevance comes up. But what the part that is really key is that pain. Because you have been angry with you know with with ease you can get angry to protect yourself but it's actually by feeling this pain and being with it allowing yourself to be with it which is i know the hardest thing i could ever ask or suggest to you and be with it means just be with it no drinking no running no, you know, fantasizing about escaping, being. Because this is, you know, one of those like very silly things that everybody says, the only way out is through. And the one thing I want to promise you is that if you feel it, it will start dissipating by honoring it and being with it. All the energy that you're putting into trying to disperse it, trying to change it, trying to hide it, trying to suppress it. It's it's keeping you in the same pattern over and over and over, the same, repeating the same thing. But what if you were to feel, just feel, just att- what if you just, I know that you sense all the walls. Just, what if you breathe And what if you were to feel just 5% of that pain, just 5%, maybe 2%, how much would you be willing to feel at this time? 
I think it's interesting. I think it. Um, I think when we got close last time mm-hmm. is when I pulled away. Yes. And yeah. then I, um, I convinced myself, you know, through Anthony Robbins and a bunch of positive behavior stuff, you know, look at the bright side, you know, do anything but acknowledge the pain that I could, uh, you know, out, outwork it, basically. Yeah. And does that feel true that it worked? No. Yeah. Anthony Robbins is is incredible. He's he's amazing. He has a ton of energy and power. But he has also confessed of really going through some serious, serious pain where he was extremely depressed. And I'm not inviting, you know, in any way that option. But it was actually through that that he chose to do the work that he needed to do in order to really shift his life and start choosing because he was also in a pretty self-destructive pattern. But he had to go through and, and really feel it. Now, feeling the pain does not mean depression. I want to let you know, it does not feel depression. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't mean that you have to just hide and you know just become a, a hermit where you're just, it feels that you're more... More than anything, like I envision you know, feeling the pain being this, you know, person walled up in a dark room, um, you know, um, un, unable to do anything. Okay. So you can see that image, can't you? I can. Okay. So that image is a five-year-old. And that five-year-old has been in a dark room, unable to do anything, and just like really curled up in a ball. So the idea is that you can actually go up to him and honor how he feels so he's not alone, which is what I'm trying to do with you. I would like you to do with him. And you can do that in very small doses. Very small. So would you be willing right now, and this is this would be important, even if you just tap in your chest or wherever you want to tap, just tap somewhere, okay? If you can still hear me, okay? There's some noises. I don't know what it's about, but I want to make sure that you can hear me. That's the important part. Can you? Okay. Can you, can you see the room? Okay. Are you willing to go in or not? And it's okay if you're not. Am I willing to what? To go in, to go into that room, the dark room, where that little boy is curled up in pain. Um, yes. Okay. And I want you to, let's do a round of tapping together. I am actually really scared of that pain. You're really scared of that pain. It feels like it's going to make me totally unable to do anything. 
I think it's going to leave me totally unable to do anything. Incapacitate me. Incapacitate me. It's just going to take, just suck the energy out of me. <clears throat> suck the energy out of me. But it's always there. It's always there and it's always driving my behavior. Yeah, and I'm constantly trying to suppress it and avoid it. I'm constantly trying to suppress it and avoid it. And I protect it by getting furious. I protect it by getting angry or trying to be smart. Yeah. Building. Trying to be important. Yes, exactly. Showing everybody how important I am. Showing everybody how important I am. How relevant I am. How relevant I am. How strong and capable I am. How strong and capable I am. But nobody ever even suspects that sometimes I feel totally unable to do anything. So I can hide. Right. I can totally hide. I have built really strong walls. What can I... uh, I know we're going to run out of time here. What can I do? I'm going to away on vacation again next week. So, like, what exercise can I do to try to connect into this every day? What I would recommend is, like, so right now, would be, the first thing would be to actually listen to these recordings. There's a lot of these recordings that is going to help you get down there. And I want you to just listen and tap. And the one exercise is sometimes you don't have the whole, you know, the whole time to actually do it. It would be to do you have a 10? Because we have it until 10.15, actually. Um, I don't. I have to go get ready for an interview. Um, okay. okay. So, so, Jim, the key would be this. Just, I can tell you in just two minutes. Um, the key would be to actually get just feel your feet, feel your body, and just visit that room or even attempt to actually take one brick off that wall or feel 1% of that pain and sit with it. So this is the, I know that this is the hardest thing that I can ever ask of you, but just feel just 1% of that pain, sit with it and tap, sit with it. I don't want you to write about it. I don't want to just feel, feel. And you can even tap and say, I don't want to feel these. This feels awful. I feel like if I take one brick off that wall, the whole thing is going to crumble down and I'm going to be lost or I'm going to just be unable to move, whatever it might be. Now, the one piece that I want to share with you, the key is that by feeling that pain, you're going to notice. And if, if you were ever, and I don't know if you're ever able to do this when you're on your own, because I don't think you've ever done it with me. If you're ever able to cry and release some of that pain, that would be really, really huge. If you cannot get there, that's okay. But if you can just visit the tiniest bit of it, and you can always say, you know, I don't want to go there. It's extremely scary. But I want to, I, I'm aware, this is the key, I'm aware that this is a part of me, and this does not mean that it's gonna, I'm going to be destroyed and disappear. Are you gonna, going to Lake George? Where are you going? Yes. Oh, you're going to be with your parents. Yep. Okay. Let's see if we can, do you think, 
that you can find a little time, even if it's, or how would that work? Yeah, I'll go down to the dock. Okay. So, Jim, what do you think of our work now? Are you running away again? This is, it's in, interestingly enough, is our fifth session of the what you just paid. So, what are you standing with all these? I, um, I don't think I can be free until I figure this out. And I think I, you know, have found ways to manage my emotional state positively from time to time, but I still think under stress, um, I, this gets triggered. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like I'm making, you know, good decisions um, or centered consistently so the all the nervous anxiety and stuff I feel is because I'm still fighting this fight. Yeah. Um you know it's interesting I played in a golf tournament this weekend, the club championship and I played horrible. Hmm. Like very bad for me. Yeah. And it's just it's an interesting proxy for all this, right? Like is okay, well I can pretend you know and then it's like well you're not good enough, right? Was the first thing I said versus, you know, my nervous energy got the best of me and I, you know, I'm this fight that I'm in, you know, it, it still isn't good enough. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like I can't even do the thing I love peacefully and purely, um, you know, be, because of this anxiety. Yeah. And, and the anxiety, actually, I have to tell you, the anxiety is because your nervous system, what you're experiencing in your body, that's why I invite you to go in your body, is the fight-or-flight response. You're in this place where you're literally fighting. You're either fighting or you're trying to get away, right? The fight-or-flight, that's exactly what's going on in your body constantly. And then it's like excruciatingly, um, it's like creating all that tension and it's draining. Emotionally, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like, Absolutely draining. And you are extremely strong. The one thing I want you to remember when you notice that you're triggered or something is going on, I do want you to remember very strongly something that you said and we talked on today, which is I am going to sabotage myself. I am going to make myself irrelevant before anybody else can. And this applies very strongly to Lake George, as you know, very strongly, and to Jennifer, Right, And it is very true that until these get broken and shifted so you can actually truly feel free of this pattern by honoring it. It's not about, you know, repeating a, a million affirmations. It's by really honoring the process so you can actually shift and, you know, make different choices in your life. It's going to be running your life. And it has been. Yeah. So are we committing to five more sessions or what would you yes. like? Yep. Okay. Okay. Let me know when would be a good time. Well, you have my schedule, Eric, so you yeah, can Yeah, can you send can... me the link to the recording? Of I course. Guess. I'll send Thank you me. the link and I'll send you the schedule, okay? Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.